0: What's going on, everybody?
1: What it do? What it do? What it do? What's the deal?
0: Man, it's been a minute. Been a minute. Like, a long minute, man. Yeah, it's been a little while, man. But we back to it. We ain't forgot. Yeah, we ain't forgot about y'all more specifically, man. So we gonna get to it. Kind of talk about some issues that we got going on in sports. You know, things that we got uh, on our minds. Some you opinions might have. how we do it. Yeah. What you been up to though, man? So before we get into it.
1: Man, uh, man, just working. Trying to make sure that my... Two thousand nineteen is is where I want it to be, where I envisioned it to be. So yeah. I've been putting stuff together, you know, to make, make next year a better year than this year.
0: Already, man. Yeah, it's been about the same with me, man, same thing. Work and school. Had to uh, finally wrap up another semester of this school and stuff, man, and uh actually got asked to teach a class next semester too. Already. So That's I've been big. trying to uh, yeah, get that all wrapped up. So I'm be on a university status, Professor Kenneth, you know what I mean? Okay. So Trying to work on that and get that all situated. But yeah, I'm back here, man. Getting back to what I really love and enjoy, which is, you know, discussing sports and trying to make sports better as a whole. So yeah. So that's what we're here for, man. So we're about to get into Remember, this is thin line between love and sports. All right. Um, so our first first topic we want to get to uh recently, Mark Cuban made some comments. Yeah. Uh Mark Cuban is the owner of the Dallas Mavericks. Uh so he made some comments about saying if we would take some of our best athletes, uh, what do you say, seven years before?
1: About seven years before they're due to be in a draft,
0: yeah, or McDonald's uh, All American, wherever you want to, whichever one you want to say. And he says, send him over to uh, Slovakia, yeah, where where Luka Doncic came from, you know, which is Luka Doncic is a premier rookie right now, nineteen years old and NBA doing his thing. But he was basically saying that we should all take him over there, you know, so they can learn and play more like him. Saying NBA is going to be a whole lot better. Um, when I first heard this man, I'm thinking like. My first mind, my mind went to him trying to say, if I'm going to ship off these kids to talk of Slovakia, you're basically you're talking Slovenia, about Slovenia, Slovenia, My bad, yeah, Slovenia. Yeah, yeah. You're talking about black kids. The NBA is made up of black athletes, and uh, that's pretty much like that. That I, I, I pretty much talk about that that slave mentality. It's like I'm going to take you, I'm going to ship you off somewhere else, and let's and let's do let see what we can do get from you from uh from that standpoint. And uh, so it just didn't sit right with me. I like what Harrison, Brown, uh, Harrison Barnes said right. about the whole comment when he's, he, he plays for the Mavericks also when he was just saying that, you know, it's not a reflection of uh, the NBA of who we are as a whole because everybody comes from different backgrounds and, you know, different countries. So everybody brings it with their own unique uniqueness to the game, which I think is great. I think he kind of summarized it great as far as um, as a rebuttal to his comments. What do you think about that?
1: Um, I didn't agree with, with Cuban's. Comments uh, from a different perspective. I know uh, as soon as he said it, um, with the climate of the country, everybody immediately mm-hmm. uh, took it in a, in a direction of uh, a criticism of blackness or black culture or black people in the NBA. And I definitely didn't see it as that. You know what I'm saying? I just seen it as a critique of the way these young kids play and what these young kids mimic yeah. and what they find cool in the sport of basketball. And the reason I can say that is because me having a 10-year-old son who's on YouTube looking at videos and stuff like that, plays AAU basketball, um, going to other games, you know, from the varsity level on down, uh, I see that these kids are more concerned with those highlights. Mm -hmm. Like these kids are so uh, enamored with like the flash of the game now that You know, if a kid makes a basic crossover and the defender just happens to stumble, the crowd starts going crazy. Woo, you know, like he's getting the oohs and ahs out the crowd. Right. And when you really look at what just happened, it was like, man, there really wasn't even a move or anything like that. So uh, these kids would rather get the crowd reaction than get two points. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's where I took it. I'm like, you know what, he kind of criticizing, you know, that part of the game. And I agree with that criticism because I see it, but I do see everybody else's point where it seems like he's kind of attacking how the NBA is um, mostly black because you got this white kid from Europe who's doing very well all of a sudden in the NBA. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't agree with that part of it either, but I'll let you go ahead and, and add some more on to it.
0: Well, I mean, I don't think I was going to say about that. I mean, I definitely agree with what you're saying as far as the kids. Cause I see it, you know, just being in the coaching realm right. and everything. But I think that also kind of – it's a reflection of the coaches, of, you know, yeah, it, who, who, I think who's he's, bringing these kids up.
1: I think it's an attack of everything. and yeah. you know, He's not the first to say it, though.
0: So I wish he, – no, he's not. But I wish he just would have worded it different. Yeah, I mean, saying, he, Let he's terrible his with his words. And let's move them somewhere else. Like, you know, rather than let's let's keep it here mm-hmm. and let's just – Improve it here. And develop here. Right. Yeah, it's like for the past few years, well, that's what we've been talking about. Really? From NBA on and, you know, Adam Silver, everybody. They've been saying, like, how can we make – basketball better as a whole and you see our nba players going out to um try, they're trying to get out more into the community put it like that you see it a little bit more you see them going um to, to other countries they mm-hmm. have in the uh, nba is developing what uh these what schools and, camps and stuff like that yeah, in they, they do a lot uh, they, nba know, they,
1: abroad i think that's yeah. the name of
0: it yeah so they do you know uh, what i mean so i wish so like they're trying to make the basketball like, like you say good as a whole if you want to say clean it up yeah,
1: I mean, they they wanted to get back yeah. to more fundamentals and things yeah. like
0: that. I think just I just wish that Cuban would have been more conscious of how he was saying um, the things he said.
1: Yeah, yeah, but um, this is my critique of that part of what he said mm-hmm. by using uh, what Luka Doncic is doing right now as a representation of everything that's going on in Europe and which, Slovenia, which is amazing. Though I mean, he's he's killing on court. He's amazing. Yeah, he's amazing. They are not. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like. It's not not like, yeah, you you know what I'm saying? Like, I I feel like when people do that, because Cuban isn't, one of my uh, personal homeboys uh, that we talk about basketball all the time, they was like, man, you know, the reason Luka Doncic is so good is because he's been playing professionally since he was 15. And I'm like, no, the reason Luka Doncic is good is because he's special. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not the only person that came from European basketball into the NBA that was a pro since they were a teenager. Mm -hmm. Most notably, the last one that I could really think of that everybody loved was Ricky Rubio. Mm -hmm. And Ricky Rubio, he's not on anybody's top point guard list. No. But when he was coming into the league out of Spain, when he killed in the Olympics and FIBA and all that, they were hyping Ricky Rubio up like he was going to be the next great European player, and he wasn't. You know what I'm saying? Um, What's the boy that came out of Australia not too long ago? Exum. Yeah, Exum. Yeah. They, they were big on Exum because of what he was doing as a teenager against those pros in Australia. He came yeah, to the league. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But Luka Doncic, he isn't the first one to get this hype. He's just the first one to get the hype, and then it translates over here.
0: Instead still doing it right. You know what
1: I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, I feel like all this just kind of diminishes that Luka Doncic is – He's special. He's one of a kind. You know what I'm saying, like.
0: But I'm saying you would think that Mark Cuban would, would would highlight it in that sense, though. He's stupid. You know what I'm saying. You know what
1: I'm saying, like I'm a I'm a mad fan. I know Cuban is dumb. He puts yeah. his foot in his mouth. Yeah. More times than he than he don't. You I mean, because he
0: used to say the same comments though. Especially, I mean, of course, like when Dirk, look at Dirk. Yeah. He was raving about Dirk and all that. He had Steve Nash. Paige Diakovitch, he went and got him because of that. Like he loved, you know, yeah. foreign players.
1: Dirk has ruined a lot of foreign people's careers because mm-hmm. if they seven foot and they can shoot, they was trying to bring them to the NBA. There's a lot of foreign. Look at Darko Milicic. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He, he's probably the most famous foreign bust. But they've been trying to get more foreign players into the league. Yeah, uh, it's just now all of a sudden that we're starting to see these foreign players um, have success. And really they're all centers. You know what I'm saying? Jokic, uh Vucevic, Valachunas, uh, mm-hmm. Valachunis, um yeah, yeah. uh, uh Nursik, or however you pronounce the name, Nurchik, you know what I'm saying? All of these guys, they're sinners, Porzingis, um, because really they're just taller than everybody. All our centers are trying to be Kevin Dur- uh Durant.
0: Kevin Durant now. Yeah.
1: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're not trying to play with their back to the basket. All the European centers are, you know, playing traditional centers, but they can step out and hit a jumper, they could pass. But, come on now, all those other players, the power force, the point guards, they're not making a dent in what we do over here. You know, it's just not No, exactly at
0: all. It's, they just, I mean, I think, okay, I think, aside from Luca, which I do think he will be a star because he is 19, he hasn't even really? fully developed. But aside from that, the rest of the other guys are just role players.
1: Yeah, all of them you know whereas, He's the only star.
0: Whereas, um, yeah, whereas the like U.S., we are producing stars. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? In and out, like, If you look at it, all-star games is – all everybody from America, pretty much. Yeah. And, and you, I mean, so you see it. So you can't, I mean, I I think he made a good point, but I said, you can't say that's just all the kids.
1: No, it's not. You get what I'm saying? So, and I'll give you another example. When it's the Rising Stars challenge, it, who, who's in the Rising Stars challenge? When it's the freshmen and the sophomores, so to speak, the rookies and the second year players, mm-hmm. it's usually the U.S. versus, versus the yeah, world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if you look at all those players on the world team, they're not producing no superstars year after year after year after year a lot of those guys they do that and that's the last thing that they really do with some notoriety to it yeah his you know it's a lot of guys man we can go down the list of these uh foreign born players that aren't really doing anything yeah um
0: but that goes back to what harrison Barnes is saying it's like you know the nba is made up of people from all around the world but they're representing their community and i think that's the biggest part about it you get what i'm saying It's like, so now Luca can go back and help his community. Yeah, I went back and helped his community. Right, right, all these things. And I think that's like, that was like the, that's what drove home to me what Harrison Barnes said.
1: Yeah, I agree with Harrison Barnes. Like, you can't make that statement. I disagree with everything Cuban said. It's just, I know a lot of people, they took it in a, um, took it as like a slight uh, to black basketball players or or black people in the basketball culture. And I didn't necessarily see it as that. It's just, you know, basketball is predominantly black. So when you diss the culture, it's like you indirectly dissing yeah. a lot of black people. That's what you know it was. It's more
0: indirectly. And yeah. like you said, I mean, I'm one of those. That, that's kind of I took it as like, I feel like he's it was almost like he was trying to say something, but he just didn't want to go nah, all the way to it. I, I, you know I didn't get saying?
1: that. I didn't get that from him. You know what I'm saying? Cuban's an idiot, but uh, Cuban, I don't think Cuban is dumb enough to go out and just say something that will paint him to be a racist. Yeah. Even if he is a racist. I don't think he would be dumb enough to go that far into the abyss of stupidity. But he does say stupid shit. But I was all like, the time. He, he's
0: already he's already been in a hot seat though. Early yeah, this he stayed on the hot seat early in you know this know what year, what though. The, you know what I'm saying? So with like his he...
1: handling of the old, uh, um uh Toderma yeah. situation, Taderma cursely, you, know you know. So for me, Which I'm was more of a black guy. Like, I, I felt that so funny that the center of the matter of fact. Both the guys that were at the center of the Mavericks controversy were black guys, Uh but they did not talk about that. They didn't talk about those guys as being black. They just talked about those guys as being pieces of of, of shit, you know what I'm saying? But uh, they were black guys, man. He was a black man beating his girlfriend and a black dude who was sexually harassing everybody in his vicinity, you know? So um, Cuban is just an idiot. And that's really my my take on Cuban. He he puts his foot in his mouth all the time.
0: Yeah, my thing is, like I said, it was just is how many passes is he, is he gonna get? You know what I'm saying? Because he gonna get it, a lot. It's just uh,
1: just being real.
0: Cuban, it's been a few things going on. So he gonna get like, a lot,
1: man. Cuban is good for for the always, business.
0: I've always tried to rationalize what yeah. he says, and that this one right here kind of like just yeah. threw me completely off because he didn't have to say it. He, he you didn't. Know what it, it
1: came out of nowhere. And that man, right. And that's
0: the that's the biggest thing. Like, why are you even saying? That's what got me the most.
1: And um, it, to me, it's just like, man, when you say that you making it seem like your star player, your future star, is a product of being from Slovenia. When you should be out here saying, yeah, this guy that I got, he's one of one. We knew what he was going to be, such and such and such. Don't think about going over there trying to get another one yeah. like this one because you're not going to find yeah, him. You all you got to do
0: is that? say we got to steal a draft. Which actually I think they, they did. They
1: kind of did. I you mean, yeah.
0: So, I mean, he left like that and I he could have rolled off into the sunset for the rest of the year and been all right, but –
1: I'm surprised, man. This draft actually got a couple of players in it that's pretty nice. Yeah. Uh, a few of them, we didn't – like, it was all about Bagley. and Dang, They ain't even doing that yeah. Yeah, yeah, so not doing a whole lot. Not up. doing a lot,
0: but you know what I mean, yeah. I said that's, that's
1: another up. conversation, but –
0: Yeah, I got you. All right, man, so we're going to keep on going. Uh, but also, we see that the Redskins have been in the news a lot lately, man. You know, What's up, Coop? uh <laughs> starting off with you know first let's start off you know they lost what two quarterbacks yeah they lost two quarterbacks we got them down to a third string quarterback and they needed somebody else to sign as a backup yeah right and uh guess who got looked over again of course Colin Kaepernick and uh the thing is like i mean at this point i'm kind of always kind of like all right whatever you know what i'm saying they this they going to do this but when Gruden came out and said that, yes, we thought about bringing Colin in for a workout, but he doesn't fit our system and what we're trying to do going forward here. But then they would go hire or, you know, sign Josh Johnson a few days later. And he's like the exact type. He's not, I mean, Collin he, but is way better than him, yeah, but the Josh same Johnson, type of quarterback. He's, he's the same type of quarterback where, you know, he's going to pocket breaks down. He's going to take off running on you and, I mean, pretty much what Colin was. Well, what I'm saying, they're not the same player, I guess. But Colin could do what he's doing.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm looking saying. at it like this: like Colt McCoy. Yeah, what is he? Colt, yeah, i will just gonna go to that. He's he's not a pocket passer at all. You know what I'm no, saying? No, he, he he never made his living off of just sitting in the pocket and, and throwing the ball around. He always moved, used his feet, and made plays on the run outside the pocket. You know, yeah. um, so it
0: doesn't make any sense. I'd rather say if you not if you don't want them, just say you don't want them. Don't try to make up excuses and then
1: You know I just, what I'm saying? I just wish, you know, I, I don't want Colin Kaepernick to get back in the NFL because I don't want people to become, you know, I, I think one, one thing that happens, you know, within movements and things like that, and if the NFL was really smart, they probably would have bought Kaepernick back in a long time ago because the way to uh, defuse a movement is to give people symbolic victories. And when you give them their symbolic victories, it kind of quiet them. You know what I'm saying? It, it takes a, the edge off. You yeah. know, And I feel like if Colin Kaepernick was to get back in the NFL, people will take that as a symbolic victory instead of holding the NFL's feet to the fire. You know what I'm right. saying? They need to be held to the flame with the way that they handle um, issues affecting uh, all walks of life. You know, they they, they – they dropped the ball at almost every available moment. Yeah, you know when it comes to anything socially responsible. So that's just my personal opinion. I, I do believe he deserves a shot. I mean, I we're mean really, I just, just asking for a workout. Yeah, he he hasn't even got a workout.
0: Yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. I just I don't want him. If he was to come back, I don't want him to come back as and be filtered, be a filtered Kaepernick.
1: I know he's not. He, he you know what he's saying? letting me know and be
0: why, he won't do that. Right, and he won't. That's what I'm saying. That's why that's why I have to go back to your comment when you say I don't. So I don't think he would have to feel like people can be like a sigh of relief. Like, oh, we're good now. But I, good.
1: I, I believe people would, I think though.
0: I don't think Colin would let it. That's what I'm saying. I don't think Colin would let it. I think he's too big for he's You know what I mean? He has too too much stake into it to where he's too – that deep to where I don't think he would let it happen.
1: Yeah, I mean, he wouldn't shut up, though. So he wouldn't silence where, himself because he got a job.
0: But that's where, uh, that's where he won't have one now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because they know they too.
1: Well, I mean, the Redskins, uh, there's – they're showing themselves to be hands down the worst organization in the NFL from yeah,
0: I already know where you going with it. Go ahead, from yeah. the
1: name uh-huh. of their organization, from yep. them being the Redskins, their unwillingness to change their name mm-hmm. you know with all the pressure that they're under from, you know Native Comer- uh, Native American communities, uh, tribes, uh, you know I'm, I'm a part of a nation. Mm-hmm. I know you're a part of one, too. Yeah. Uh, we we're part of the same one, honestly. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, all that pressure that they're on, under, they, they won't make any changes. All right? You had this opportunity to at least give Colin Kaepernick a workout. You didn't even want to do that. Yeah. But you signed Reuben Foster uh, off waivers. Yeah, can I explain what he did? The, the thing with Reuben Foster is, you know, it's still all speculation and hearsay. There's still a yeah. way – uh, it doesn't look like this girl is going to recant her statements like she did last time yeah. and go back and say she fabricated it all. But, you know, he he has his on again, off again relationship with this with this young lady. Their relationship is toxic. All right. He's hitting her allegedly. Uh, she's provoking him. Allegedly. She's doing whatever. Allegedly. We really don't know. But she said that he slapped her, took her phone, and broke it. Yeah. You know? So, um, so yeah, man. So for you to sign him off of waivers without doing any due diligence, they didn't speak to him. They didn't speak to her. They just picked him up off of waivers. They can't even use it because he's on the commissioner's exempt list. Um, they did that. And then most recently, uh, they got rid of probably their best defensive back for being critical of, of the scheme. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it just shows a lot of um, arrogance, you yeah. know, on, on the part of the coaches and, and the decision-makers in, in Washington. Yeah, man. the front office, they just
0: – yeah. They, they, yeah, they obviously don't care about how they look. Mm-mm. I mean, which, you know, I kind of get that in the sense, but at the same time, you still have a brand and you're just trying to – well, you still – okay, more than – Brand aside, put like that, you still have a locker room full of guys who see all the things that you're doing. Right, the messages you're putting out there, like you said, you got Ruben Foster. Why are you going to pick him up off waivers? Doesn't make any sense when you have a uh, clearly Cream Hunt. This, you know, he had more evidence as to what we saw Cream yeah. Hunt. You know, but he still anybody could pick him up, and nobody did before he went to the exempt list. Nobody even tried to. So it's like I don't know, like as far as what the Redskins are thinking when they're trying to go through these things and you pick up a guy who's been allegedly, you know, abusing his girlfriend or wife, whatever she is, but then you don't give a guy another – a different guy a chance because he's standing up for his political rights. That doesn't make any sense.
1: Yeah, he's not causing anybody any harm. Man.
0: Exactly. So that's the thing that really just got me with that. And then the NFL also, you know, they're doing some some scandalous things too as far as uh, with Eric Reed. True, true, true. You know, South Carolina uh, – North. i mean, South Carolina, I said, yeah, Carolina yeah, Panthers true. now. I said, I'm thinking South and North. But, yeah, Carolina Panthers – Whereas he, he reads a statement saying that since he got back or got signed by the Panthers, uh, he's been tested almost every week. <laughs> drug tested. Which is, I don't know if you're in the NFL, you really only to get it's randomly it's done, random, like yeah, it's maybe two or three times for a, a whole season? year. Yeah. yeah, a whole season. But he's getting it done per week and he's never even had
1: a case of Yeah, I heard um, it was less than that. Dealing
0: with drugs? Yeah, it's like two it's like two or three times the most.
1: Yeah, I heard it was like, you, you know. You have one
0: before a season and two throughout. Yeah,
1: and I, from everything I've heard that uh, These random drug tests, uh, they give you a lot and a lot and a lot of warning ahead of time yeah. before you actually take it. And when we say random, it's not a random means by like,
0: yes, the timing of it, but it's also random as the players. Yeah. It's not the whole team gets tested. Uh-uh. So they choosing this same dude every time. It's like, come on, this is like, be a little more, you know, discreet about it or something.
1: It's just fishy, man. Like, one... What do you stand the game from testing the same person over and over and over? Exactly. Uh, Two. Um, I, I don't know, man. It's just weird. I don't get it, man. I I, don't, I really don't. I don't understand it. I mean, I, I do get it. I get, but it's just like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you trying to prove? Right. As especially if you are the NFL and you do this, like I I would hope that this is like a a trick or or a joke or something, but I don't think it is. But it's just like, what are you planning on on accomplishing by drug testing this man repeatedly? Yeah. So I, I'm
0: at the I don't know. I, don't think, I think get from it is that they're trying that they want to make him. They're trying to push him over the edge.
1: I maybe
0: that's the only thing because that's the only thing you can do. I mean, obviously he's not going to do drugs. He's not dumb. Yeah. If he sees it, you know what I mean. If he was doing it, so it's just like at this point now you're trying to just poke him to see. You know, I'm trying to poke a bear in a sense. Trying to get him to do something that's going to be outside want, of his character. What do you want
1: him to do? And like, I'm,
0: it's just you know, it's just you just how they do playing these little games with him and stuff. And then what what, just, what
1: what they want him to do? Like, I mean, what do they think he's going to do? Like pushing him over the edge by drug testing him. Like, what do you think? How mad do you think he's going to be? You think he's going to quit? Yeah, I mean, do you I mean, do you think he's going to blow up on an official or yeah. punch Roger Goodell or punch some? You know, like what do you?
0: If anything like like you just said, quit. That's the biggest thing. They they, Maybe. they always feel like if they can, you know, push to a certain edge you're just gonna quit. That's just any professional enjoy at all. I guess so because I'm gonna push you, you put I can't fire you, so I'm just gonna push you as much as I can to get you this
1: lead. I guess so, because to me that's just really stupid. Yeah. You know, it's just dumb to do. Like you're the NFL, you have you really the NFL don't have much say over what team who who the team signed. You know what I'm saying? If you yeah. haven't violated anything you're eligible to be signed by a team. You know, they can't stop you. So, I don't get what they're trying to accomplish, but you're right, man. they probably just trying to just make him completely fed up mm-hmm. with the game and just make him just walk away, I guess. You know, just hang yeah. it up. I don't get it, man, but it's, yeah. it's really stupid. Yeah, that, I mean, I agree with
0: you 100%. But, yeah, all right, man, so – gonna keep it moving uh our next part, i guess it won't even be a topic you know i just want to give a big big shout out um to a family i saw on instagram yeah um they gave their son for christmas his own company his llc they went through the whole process got everything registered paid for anything like that so he has this, this kid has his own business registered business now to where he can sell athletic merchandise and uh his name is um Well, it's it's Simon Sports. He gives that name. Yeah, Simon Sports Simon Sports on um, IG. I think the biggest thing about that was – Simon
1: underscore sports, right? Yeah, Simon
0: underscore sports. I think the great thing about that was, you know, it's just this kid is being able – his dream is to be in the NBA. That's what he said. I wish to be in the NBA. But his parents and them are setting him up to see, like, hey, that you can have that dream, but there's other things you can be doing Uh outside of that teaching him to be, you know, yeah. a businessman or or you there, know, there's, creating a brand or however you want to think. look at it.
1: There's more to being yeah. in the NBA than actually being on the court. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So
0: So if, even if he doesn't make it, he has some type of experience, which is, you know, something yeah. that I didn't gain until I was almost 21, 22. No, nah, I
1: mean, uh, I just now, you know, got the whole LLC thing going on and trying to yeah. get my uh, – entrepreneurship mm-hmm. get my entrepreneurial spirit um you know going after it yeah so uh, for them to uh give that to their son and to me it seems like he has an understanding of what it is that is being done because i have a 10 year old son yeah and you know what he wants is his own youtube stream yeah
0: you know what i'm that's, saying Yeah, that's pretty popular
1: now and yeah. he wants that because he he's very uh financially aware because he's my child and if you know me you know how I am um but he wants to make his own money yeah. and he sees that people make money doing YouTube streams so he's trying to figure out like what can I do on YouTube mm-hmm. to get a bunch of views you know so we talked about that but actually selling merchandise online uh I know my 10 year old child wouldn't be um he wouldn't be at a point to where he could do that on his own. I know that their 10-year-old kid yeah, I probably just ain't doing it on I don't think he's doing it. He might but, be doing like a little advertising for it. Yeah, I don't like even know. My son, that's probably the most he could do. Yeah. Uh, you know, advertise it, market it, you know, be the face of it. But, I mean, kudos to them, man, because you you putting your child on the right path. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think we all need to educate the youth. Um. Things other than yeah. academia, you know, what I'm as saying? early
0: as you can, too. Yeah, real life experience, these these real life things that we always, as a teacher, that's what we talk about all the time is trying to give kids a real life experience, relate to them on what they might see in their everyday world. Well, these parents actually took it to the kid and actually they're doing it, yeah. they're putting them in it rather than just talking about it, putting them in it. I think that's great. So, shout out to that family, man. I was just want to touch on that for a second.
1: Yeah, um, if you listen to us and you got kids, uh, go and get them an LLC, man. They yeah. might. You might have some future uh, marketing geniuses on your hands, you know, some 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 great business minds. You never know, man. Like yeah. I, I'm a strong believer in exposing kids to as many things as possible because right. you never know what they like. My son, he just told me that he wants a telescope because yeah. he has an interest in you know constellations, yeah. stars. He wants to see what the stars made of. Stuff like that, so you know, I'm, I'm with all of that.
0: Yeah, that's good. Yes. And LLC only, it's only three five hundred dollars. Yeah, I'm it's pretty not sure that you much. spend just as much as that on your kid already as it is. So something that you can kind of invest and in kind of you know, who knows, twenty years from now it's still gonna be there, still theirs, and yeah, you can change something totally as long different. As you keep
1: it current. Yeah, it's gonna yeah, be there.
0: That's it. All right, man. So uh, um, our next piece. So we got a few college athletes. I know you had a list, of I it got a list. Yeah, I got a list. Um, top prospects who said that they declined to <laughs> play in the, the bowl game that's coming up, their bowl game, put like that. Because, you know, every year players uh, or teams get invited to a bowl game, right. depending on the record, if they were in the top a 20, right? I think top 20.
1: Uh, I think it's more than 20, man. Yeah. I think, you know, it would be five and five teams in bowl games. Okay. Well, yeah, you get a
0: bowl yeah. game. And so, uh, I think what's going on now, a lot of these players are going to back out just because they feel like if they're not in that top four, which 20. is the top four that, you know – Playoffs and then the national championship, then they just don't even. They just feel like, what's it's the pointless. point of me doing?
1: Especially it? if I know I'm about to get drafted.
0: Yeah, yeah, I like, yeah. Especially, especially at a high pick, you know, I don't mess my chances. Case in point, Jalen Smith from Dallas Cowboys. Well, he got hurt in the bowl game, right? Yeah, in the actual bowl game for yeah. Notre Dame. Yeah, tore his knee up, bad. Set him back. Set him back. It dropped him from being a top first. Like he, 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 he was already like he, a top five pick.
1: Oh, he was a top five pick for sure. Yeah, he was arguably
0: the number one. All pick, the normal pick. You know what I'm saying? If, dropped all the right way down to the second round. Probably would've been deeper than that. But the if it, Cowboys. If it just wasn't felt for like, the Cowboys yeah. being
1: bold, yeah. because he's old money now that he's in the second round. When you're a yeah, first exactly. and second round pick, you have guaranteed contracts. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. The Cowboys, uh shout out to them because they took a gamble. It's paying off. He is that special. It's um, paying
0: off for them though.
1: Yeah, it's paying off for them.
0: Yeah, you know I'm saying, but he gonna he gonna eat on his next contract, you know, oh, without yeah, a doubt. Yeah. But I'm saying it's like
1: going they back to what we're they saying. probably could've waited. They probably oh, could have yeah. got him in, like, the fourth round. You know what I'm saying? But you never know. Teams, they probably would have got him. You know, you got to get your guy in the draft. So, I'm not mad at him for that. Yeah. But well, now he's playing like, like he, a
0: first-rounder, he though. He's playing like He's looking
1: like what they said he was going to And they be. got
0: two of them that's playing, like, yeah. two top first-rounders. I mean, and it worked that, out. It was
1: another guy. I don't know when uh, Van Der Esch got hurt. I think he got hurt. Um, ah, he did. He right. got. I think he got hurt the season before his last season. Yeah. Uh, But – Injuries in college really, really can derail you. I mean, there's a guy that we know personally, uh, Markel Martin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, when he was coming out of Oklahoma State, he was going to be – they were thinking he would be like a second-round pick, you know, yeah. just depending on what he did at the combine. Um, now, he didn't get hurt in a ball game, but wow. he got hurt at senior bowl practice. So, him getting hurt at senior bowl practice, he went late in the draft. He couldn't even play his rookie year because he was hurt. Mm-hmm. Second year he comes back, he gets a little groin pull during training camp, and you know, there's hundreds and hundreds of NFL players drafted every year. So, yeah. in your first two years, if you don't get on the field, you got to be a super duper special player. I, yeah, I was just gonna
0: say for I, them to stick I, stick by you, it, you it know? makes perfect sense, right? Yes, yeah, because they said the average lifespan of a you know field player is about three to five years, four years maybe. Yeah. You
1: know, so. um, so yeah, I'm I'm all for it. I got a list, and we'll name some of the top dudes. Uh, I know Devin Bush out of Michigan. A lot of guys from Michigan did not did not play in their bowl game. Bryce Love out yeah. of Stanford. Uh, he was a Heisman hopeful last year. Uh, Will Greer. I think that's probably the biggest name. Uh, the biggest name. He yeah, he's yeah. not the highest yeah. draft pick. Yeah, Will, yeah. Will Greer. To, uh, Quarterback, yeah, I'm finna say quarterback. Yeah. They
0: always covered it, you know what I'm saying.
1: So. Um, Rashawn Gary, that's um, I seen one mock draft where he was projected to be the number two overall pick. Um, Greedy Williams, I mean that's a big yeah. name. He's yeah, top cornerback in the uh Ed Oliver. Everybody that's from Texas, of course, you know who Ed Oliver is. If you're from Texas, yeah. Um. I'm just going down this list. It's a lot of guys, man, and these are all dudes that they uh, – Justice Hill, that's a big receiver. Um, they they really expect these guys to just say, uh-uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Bosa out of Oregon. Mm-hmm. I mean, not Oregon, I'm sorry, out of Ohio State. Ohio State, yeah. He got a minor injury at the beginning of the year, and he shut it down for the remainder of the season. And it didn't affect his draft stock at all. Yeah. You know, so I think these NFL coaches – secretly prefer that these guys do this.
0: Yeah, I so say I wouldn't be surprised if some of those NFL scouts are center telling them like, hey, you know, is not you're not in the top four, you know, you're not gonna national championship. Yeah. What are you really trying to accomplish? You know, is this game gonna be is this game gonna be good for you and your future?
1: No, it's is it's what is it doing for your up future? Or down. Or like, right, like right, right I'm you, saying, what is it doing
0: for your future? You're
1: not a fringe player, you know, you you and that's we, a question. You've shown yeah. us enough. We got enough tape on you. You know, there's no need for you to go out there
0: right. and risk it. And I'm know? sure it's one of the main questions the agents or managers, whoever, ask them like, hey, what is this doing for your future? What is it going to, it's not going to change your stock either way it goes. Mm-mm. So.
1: And yeah. I like, um, I like some of the bowls, but I'm going to be honest with you. I only care about the playoff. Mm-hmm. And it just shows how I really don't know what. What the NCAA is on, but you know, but even
0: before then, though, it was just like even before the playoff, people only cared about the national championship. Mm-hmm. You know, so this guy, like you told me earlier, they probably should go ahead and try to expand it.
1: They should expand it because, like I said, man, um, there's a playoff format at every level of football in high school in Texas. You seen how big the uh Duncanville and North Shore, North Shore. game yeah. was? Like they yeah. had almost completely packed. The Cowboy Stadium with a 6A high school football game. You know what I'm saying? That's the yeah. culmination of the playoffs, uh, and that's just Texas. Yeah. So just imagine, like, if they put an actual playoff in college, maybe you can. Maybe it's only four weeks. You know, maybe you do it. You take a break in December, and you start up that second week of December. So you know you got December. What's that? Three weeks in December. Yeah. And then the first week in January. Boom, that's where the championship is. Yeah. You know? And you still have your bowl games that the other people, you know, like the first responders' bowls. Nobody cares about that. The yeah. broken elbow bowl, like, man. Come I thought they had a Family Dollar bowl. Yeah. And nobody like, even shop at Family Dollar. <laughs> family Dollar to be helped in a bowl game. You and I know? thought
0: that was like, yeah, I thought it was like, this can't be real. But yeah, it was definitely a Family Dollar bowl or a Dollar General, one of those. But
1: I, I seen the bowl game and I was just laughing at the name. I forgot the name of
0: it. Yeah. But. So Come on, Everybody, man. everybody getting their sponsorship out there, and they just trying to make more money. That's all it is. That's you know? all it
1: is. But you can still- so,
0: And it kind of goes back to that. Like, you're not making no money off of it either as a top prospect. I'm not getting no money out of this bowl uh-uh, game. Uh-uh. All uh-uh. the sponsorship coming out here, I'm not getting any money I, from I it. I get
1: a lot of swag. That's that's what they get. Yeah. You know they can throw me
0: out a little merchandise yeah. or whatever, but what am I going to actually do with this You know, a month from now? Right. So Because like, they
1: couldn't give it to me any other time. Yeah. You know? So, so it, it why makes, is it, it cool makes for me to get it now, but- yeah. I can't go get some tattoos or something like that. You know, something really trivial. But yeah. that's just the NCAA and the way that they marginalize their product, man. That they they let it be known that we own you. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? For your time being here, we own you. Straight up. Yeah. So I think a lot of these guys, uh, they're trying to play as 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 least amount of time that they can. They they just do not want to be out there. They yeah. just know it's a necessary evil. Yeah. Um, uh, but the times are changing in in college, man. You see, you got a lot of quarterbacks, a lot of players. You know, they transferring. Yeah, you know, hey, this is cool. You know what? Bye. You know, I'm out. Right. You know, yeah, that's
0: happening easy now. Yeah, I, mean, I know with no thoughts about it.
1: Nah, man, and and people are starting to
0: uh, give it less criticism. You know oh yeah, I mean. it's getting yeah. You right about that because yeah. it's even going down to the high school level too. Kids just <sighs> dropping going, just gone, just without you know one little thing happened, they gone
1: up out of there. Yeah, but you know we live in Texas, so the UIL still has a lot to. Um, oh yeah, yeah, a lot definitely. to do with it. But you yeah, know,
0: but it's still they still try it though. Oh, it's ways around saying?
1: it. It's, it's ways yeah, around it. Go to it. charter school and then come yeah, back. You, yeah, you go to, to do a do charter school, yeah. come back, and you bam loophole. So yeah. it is what it is, man. You know we these kids are trying to live. Yeah. You know, they're trying to do whatever they can to better their situation. Mm-hmm. Ain't right. nothing wrong with that, man. That, nah. that's what that's the American dream, you nah, know. Get that's it. what we tell you.
0: Yeah.
1: Get it how you can. You got to, man. It is it's I think it's a lot of hypocrisy in sports. Yeah. Uh a ton of <laughs> hypocrisy in sports, man. We we hold athletes to a standard that we don't hold any other profession to. Nah.
0: You know? Uh, so yeah, it's like it's like that. I mean, cause just cause you're getting millions to perform, but and co- like, college
1: players don't get millions. Though. I'm you talking know? about,
0: but the colleges getting millions though.
1: The colleges. That's but, what I'm saying.
0: The colleges getting millions, so they expecting them to perform like they're getting millions, but you know they're really not. So that's where it's all. That's I think that's where all the the fuss and everything's coming from now. Which I feel like the players have a strong point. You know, that's you know that's a topic we'll reach on yeah, again. We, we, we have before. but it's know, just crazy to me. A like times. Yeah, it's something we definitely got to touch on again. If we
1: wanted to leave the college that we were at and go to a different college, we could. If we wanted to leave the high school we were at and go to a different high school, we could. But if we want to go play for a different team now, hold on. Yeah. You can't do that. What? Why not? Yeah, I get you. All right, man. So before we close out of here, man, we
0: got the playoffs coming up, NFL. True that. Starting, what, two weeks? Uh, Well, you know, you got this, honey, and we got today. Then we're start right back up. Um, so, so we made some predictions at the beginning of the year. And uh, I think I had one with the the Saints and the Steelers to make it this year, man. Uh, those are my sleeper teams, I thought pretty much. Yeah. And I think uh, Saints are kind of holding up to it, man. But they got they starting to get exposed, man. The past few weeks,
1: I be wondering about that, man. Yeah, like, they
0: they very high power, blowing everybody out. in these past few weeks, they've been kind of struggling. I know. It, I don't want to say the Cowboys getting getting the blueprint, but it's like it's did. like everybody's yeah. trying to figure out now. Like
1: you just go straight at
0: them, man. Go like, straight at yeah. them, right? Don't don't let them sit back there and pick your part and throw it. To me, thing that's the blueprint deep. for everybody. Let's though. go. Let's go get them. But yeah, by saying, but like this, now you see it's like, so who I think I forgot after the Cowboys they struggled with somebody.
1: The like. Bucks.
0: Yeah, I think I like right, right like
1: right after the Cowboys game, the Bucks gave them a yeah.
0: couple. So it's like I don't know what this thing's gonna do now, man. Hopefully
1: they can turn it back up in the in the playoffs. I think my uh, pick was the Vikings, bro.
0: Yeah. I was, I was really high on the right, Vikings, yeah.
1: man. And they're they in danger of not making it. They have to win to get in. Yeah. Then um, they might end up playing with the Cowboys, huh? Wild
0: card? I, Either I, Cowboys or – I think
1: the Cowboys may end up playing them or Seattle. Yeah. And for the Cowboys' sake, I think they would rather play the Vikings. Most definitely.
0: You don't, Yeah, you don't want to see – Russell, he, he on a tear right now. Yeah. So, you, you don't, yeah, don't want to see – and he always performs as a Cowboy. He like, Always. Always.
1: You know, at the end of the year, man, Russell Wilson really hold it down, man. He he gets a lot of uh people criticize him because he always starts slow. Yeah. Every year. You I mean, you know, if you play fantasy football yeah, I just, and you I, had Russell yeah. Wilson, you know he starts slow at the beginning of the year, but he always finishes strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I wanted to say I had the Patriots and the Vikings.
0: Yeah.
1: It's just hard to pick against the Patriots. Uh the Chiefs they had no defense to begin with. Then they lost Hunt. Uh, they lost Sammy Watkins. So their offense isn't ex- as explosive as it was. Yeah, their defense isn't. Their defense is horrible. Yeah. Like, it's a bad defense. I knew that. And
0: when you got to go get a, you got you got to
1: get a Lano Scandrick. To start them, Man. Yeah, you you have some problems. Yeah, that's bad. Um, But right now, if I had to choose uh, the most dangerous teams in either conference, Uh, number one in the NFC is out of the Cowboys to me. Mm -hmm. And Lord forbid the Eagles get in the playoffs. Um, yeah, because Nick Foles is playing. Now. Nick Nick Foles, I think he
0: should he should be starting. I don't. Be, I, 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 think I like. I think
1: now. I think they should do it like this every year. Let Wentz start the season. Let Foles finish the season. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with it. If it's working, it's working. Because yeah. we seen Nick Foles play a whole yeah. year and he don't look good the whole year. So
0: I mean, my thing is, my man, I'm still scared of the Rams. But the Rams are something terrible. They, it, uh,
1: that's what I was about to get at. Like the Rams and the Saints. They just even the Chiefs. You know. Yeah. Sometimes they might be able to turn something on, man. Like, personally, I feel like the Rams and the Saints are kind of playing possum, man. Especially yeah. the Saints. Like, Drew Brees well, like especially,
0: too. Especially the Rams. but
1: Yeah, them too. But Because they look bad, too, offensively. Like, these yeah. last couple of weeks, they so, look yeah, really can, bad. Kind
0: of like, like They're going to like condense the, uh, the playbook a little bit so we know we're not showing our full That's, forehand, what, That's so. what
1: I think. I'm like, man, you know, they, they got it sold up. Like, they might be. You know, dialing it back just a little bit. So, you know, we give y'all some hope. Yeah. But to me, the Cowboys are a dangerous team because I think they got the best defense in the playoffs. It all rests on Dak, man. Man. To
0: be honest with you, it all rests on Dak. Like, he has to come out and he has to be the best Dak he can be. He because, has to outplay
1: the system, man.
0: Because he uh he has them, game, them games where he has somebody five feet in front of him. He throws it over the head, man. And just like, is, you can't have that. Not in the playoffs.
1: I think Dak – before the season started, I was telling everybody I think Dak sucks. I'm like, man, Dak sucks to me. He sucks to me. But the more I watch him, the more I, I think he does exactly what they tell him to do. I think they don't allow him to improvise and, and excuse me and, and, and make plays and run around and be free. Yeah. You know, I think he's like really trying to do exactly what he is told to do. And I think that's a part of how he is. I mean, going back to his comments where he's saying he'll never protest. Yeah. I think he's just that type of person where, you know what, if this is what you want me to do, I'll do it. I'll do yeah, it you know, you. And that's what it looks like. I remember uh, against the Eagles when Amari Cooper had that big, big game, he made some comments where he was like, man, you know, they called a play and we didn't want to run it. And I told Dak, like, man, I don't want to do it, man. Change it. And he said that Dak told him, "Like man, just do it." Yeah. And then when they lined up, he was like, "Nah." He checked out of it.
0: And called ran the, it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Called the play that he scored on. So he gonna have to do a lot of that, man. Well, he
0: gonna have to. I mean, but he has to. I mean, because they definitely gave Tony that. Well, no, Tony, Tony did it on his own. I think. I I'm think pretty sure Tony did it on his own. I
1: heard something because uh, you know I listen to a yeah. lot of local radio that uh, they were kind of mad, especially Linehan. Was mad because Tony was changing his plays all, all the time. time. Yeah. I mean,
0: yeah, I think that was kind of obvious because yeah. like Tony, he can just come out and he's gonna check out quick. Yeah, and then he before he even like said set or anything, you yeah. know what I mean? He's already checking out of it, so it's like, well, Tony, he's already he's, he's kind of proven to us though how smart he is. So
1: yeah, I mean, You know Tony what I'm saying
0: is, I think I don't know Dak has that confidence yet in himself yet. To think
1: I think he can that, can do that it. comes from years of just having to change the play all the time. You know right. what I'm saying? So he knows tendencies and all this type of stuff. So, right. um. But that's the NFC, of course. I AFC, uh the most dangerous team in the AFC outside of the Patriots. Uh, I'm gonna say San
0: Diego. I'm gonna say Houston. I hate Philip yeah. Rivers. Houston, Houston, yeah? yeah Philip, he always kind of kind of chokes. But
1: I will I want them to win because I, I got a homeboy that plays for them. Yeah. Shout out to Adrian Phillips, he made the Pro Bowl. That's that's big out of Garland, Texas. But Houston, I think I think Houston has the most dynamic quarterback. Next to Patrick Mahomes in yeah. the playoffs.
0: Um, yeah, yeah. I just I think about Houston, man. I'm just I'm always worried about Houston, which Houston are you gonna get. Yeah, uh, that's something I'm worried about. I like them. They are on, they are pretty hot right now. Too. they just
1: no, they just lost to Philly though.
0: Well, something before that though. They yeah, they, like, were that's what they were killing. they were killing,
1: but they lost two straight. Yeah. So but um, did they lose two straight? No. Nah, well, it might be two. I know they lost to the no. You know they they lost two. They last three. Yeah. See?
0: Yeah. And then you know. Think about the Patriots, man. Is like I had them high up. I just felt like Josh Gordon seemed to be that dude. He was like that that secret <laughs> oh, weapon, man. man. Josh Gordon. And then you know he had to go off and do his thing again. You know
1: that's a whole prayer, praise up for him, yeah. man. I hope
0: everything's all right. If it really is, have some mental issues right now, but I did think he was the know. ace in the hole for them. You know what I'm saying? Like he's like one of those players. Like the game is kind of close or getting kind of whatever. He kind of make a catch for you. Like he don't have to have a big game, but he can just do something they for you. They need him. They, they, they need him. him. Right? him.
1: Because they don't have anybody that can stretch the field, especially with Gronk and if gets Gronk gets hurt.
0: Gronk those hits
1: just add it up.
0: Yeah, I'm finna say and he gets hurt pretty easily now. They can't afford to lose him, man. So uh Patriots like it's not looking good, but they always have find a way to kinda, you know, push it out. So we'll see. Yeah,
1: we're gonna see, man. This this is uh very intriguing. I hope,
0: I hope Pittsburgh do make it because they, they will make it more exciting
1: yeah that offense, yeah.
0: yeah they'll make it more exciting if they do get in, so but they, they gotta they gotta phew. win.
1: who are they playing this week?
0: No, nah, they gotta win, but they gotta pray for it. they gotta hope the Browns beat the Ravens. the Browns can still make it in too, right? No, nah, I don't think so. I don't think the Browns have a chance, but they have to beat the Ravens still, not the Ravens. the Browns can beat like the that.
1: Ravens though I mean it's a lot man this this year kind of ended up being pretty intriguing when it started off, looking like you know a few teams are gonna run away with it all, but yeah. Um, I think this is gonna be a, a good, good playoff season, man. Yeah. yeah, man. So, I mean, we definitely have to come,
0: get back to it. You know what I mean? Hopefully, you know, you'll be hearing us before hearing from us again before Super Bowl or. Of course, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. AFC, NFC championship, yeah, all, really, all that. We're man. gonna so, figure
1: out. We're gonna definitely keep the episodes coming. Right. Uh, twenty nineteen, it it poses to be a, a big year mm-hmm. for both of us. We're gonna keep adding on to what we're doing. Uh, we're going to try and be more interactive, of course, next year. We just thank everybody for, you know, sticking with us.
0: Yeah, for real. And remember, you can listen to us on every outlet out there, man. Everywhere. We, um, go on Spotify, Everywhere. iTunes, all of it. Wherever you, you know, listen,
1: man, we like, are there.
0: Stay line to Loving Sports. Just look us up. Take a listen. Of course, always, we welcome feedback. Feedback. Um, everything, man. Yeah, baby. comments. If you want to give us something that you, you want to talk about, let's, we can do that, too. So, yeah, keep looking out for us, man. Thank y'all for listening. And,
1: uh man, happy new year, everybody, man. Uh, again, we're we going to keep it rolling, and we're going to grow it. That's, that's our goal, man. We're trying to grow it and expand.
0: There we go. Y'all stay safe out there.
1: I read it.